Okay. All right. Hope everyone has has the notes. And Conard started. Um, he started off with this verse. We'll read the same one. Go to Isaiah eight, verse twenty. It's not not in the notes. We'll go over the same point again. And I thank God for this because the points he went over is some of the exact same points I'm looking to go over as well. As well. It says, Isaiah 8.20. Can someone read this, please? Amen. So we're going to look at the purpose of, of, um, of the light in which the Lord sent. And it's the purpose, and let's go look at Second Peter at the top, top of the notes. It says, we have also a more sure word of what? Prophecy. Prophecy. So out of everything the Lord says, we have a more sure word of this thing. So the Lord has a, a everlasting purpose for what then? For prophecy. So this is what we are going to look at, the purpose of the more sure word of prophecy. It is very needed, and this is what Kanar was going over just now. Prophecy is very needed. If we don't, if we don't have, have it and don't understand it, we have no faith. This is what the scriptures teach us, is that if we don't have the prophecy, don't understand the prophecy, and don't walk in that, we have no faith. Continue on, it says, Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed. So the Bible's already telling you, if you walk in this light, it says that ye will do what? Well. All right. And when Cain, Cain brought forth fruit, when Cain was, was supposed to bring forth a lamb, what did God say to Cain? If thou doest well, if, if thou understood the what? The prophecy. So... Amen. He wasn't taking heed to prophecy. Prophecy is very, very needed. Exactly. If you don't take heed to the prophecy, you're going to kill. That is the result of it. Amen. Because they had not understood their own time. They went forth to do what? Kill their brother. Christ's blood cries out more than who? Righteous who? Than righteous Abel. So from the very beginning... The Lord set, set the stage in this way that if you don't understand prophecy, you're going to kill Christ. It's that simple. You're going to kill Christ in, in those in whom you see Christ in. Amen? All right. We have to understand the purpose of prophecy. Prophecy is very needed. And I thank God um, for it because Kanar brought him and says that everybody in this room at some point had some joy from God. And I remember my first time um, having joy in hearing the word of God. And it was upon Daniel 2. It was upon prophecy. I, was, I remember when I was back 16, first thing I remember, Daniel 2, prophecy. It is very, very needed. Everybody must have an individual knowledge and individual faith of their own in understanding the prophecies for themselves. So this is why it says we, we must individually know the pillars of our own faith. If we don't, we will be shaken. It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's like Kanar was saying, we may not see it now, but, you, but we're sowing seeds now so that when the harvest comes, you're shaken out immediately because you don't, you don't understand the, the pillars of our faith. But continue on. It says, Amen. 
what was going to, amen. But he rejected the prophecy at that point. But Christ was trying to warn him and warn him. Every warning is a prophecy as well. You will see that as we go along. It says, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light. So as you said previously, it starts out small. As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. So the day dawn and the day star rise in your heart. So the day begins the same way. The light at first is small and it's still cold outside. It's still very cold. So it's a very small light. But then, but then as, as time goes on, it gets brighter and warmer and warmer. And you're feeling the warmth of Christ's love as you continue on in the prophecy. Amen? All right. Next verse. It says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any what? Private interpretation. You cannot interpret it in any other way than than which God has um, God has put forth. It says for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men spake. Oh, holy men of God, yes, yeah, spake as as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So prophecy comes by who? The Holy Ghost. All right. Continue on Luke one seventy eight and seventy nine. We're looking at. Keep in mind, we're looking at the purpose of prophecy. We have to understand why God gave prophecy in the first place. This is why. It's for us to do well. That's the first verse we read in these notes. These notes is so that we can do well. Go ahead. And tonight, the only reason it can come by the Holy Ghost is Paul says, No man knows the mind of God. Amen. Only the Spirit knows what God plans to do in the future. Amen. Amen. So, and we all must hear that voice for ourselves. We all must go back and test all the things in which the Lord has shown. But each man may not have to know the same, the same, the same as the next man as well. Because in Exodus, it shows that everybody gathered. Some, some, some gathered a little and some gathered much. And everybody was filled with that which they have gathered. So continue on Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79. Through the what? Tender mercy of our God. That's it. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. So the, the birth of Christ, because this is, I think, this is Simeon or, yes, speaking here. And he's, he's saying the day spring from on high hath visited us. So prophecy came and visited us. Because the day spring is this, is this day dawn and a day star. It's, it, it is bringing forth the light of day. Whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to to do what? To guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the purpose of prophecy. The, the Bible has many. The, the Lord put in his word the reasons of. Of the light light he sends for that time always is to it's so that we might do well. It is because 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 we we sit sit in the shadow of death, and it is there to guide our feet into the way of peace. Go ahead, say it again. Our feet, yeah, man. Amen. All right, First Corinthians ten, verse one. I'm not going to read all these verses here, but I'm just read verse. Verse 1, 5, 6, and 11. Actually, can someone read these for me? Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant. All right, that ye should be what? Ignorant. 
All right. So Proverbs accuses us from being what? Ignorant. Go ahead. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Amen. Five. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Why? They did not take heed to the prophecy. Amen. Because the first verse says that. So whereunto ye do well that ye take heed. But go on. For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Now these things were our example, to the intent we should not rush after evil things, as they also rushed. And, and eleven. Yeah, eleven. Now all these things happen unto them for example in samples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Amen. So <clears throat> so if you forget the forget the way 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 the Lord the, the Lord Lord has led in the past, you will be ignorant. And you shall fall. And we'll read the read the next verse. It says, Lest Satan should get and what? Advantage of us, for we are not what? Ignorant. ignorant of his devices. And Paul here was showing them, don't be ignorant. That Satan did this, Satan did that, Satan did this, and and they they went the wrong way because Satan did this and Satan did that. So we cannot be ignorant of Satan's devices. And prophecy shows us his devices. Prophecy shows us how Satan works, and Kanar went over it. Satan works in two ways. What are those two ways? Amen. In it is cloaked or just open. It is outright defiance or just um, hidden defiance. He only works in these two ways. And prophecy, the charts show us this. Pagan Rome and what? Papal Rome. The Bible shows us plainly um, Satan's device, and we cannot be ignorant because if we're ignorant of it, we will be overtaken and fall backwards and snared. All right. Turn on. Review and Herald, April 2nd, 1908, paragraph 3. Um, can someone read, read this, please? So that's right. In this age. Stop there. So we have, she says, many. So do we want to be a part of that many? Where else, where else, it, it says this. It says, many shall do what? Amen. Many shall do wickedly. And it's, it's, if I say it, I'll just, yeah. All right. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. So the Lord opened up messages for this time. Amen? Amen. So the fact that the Lord allowed prophecy to be fulfilled in our time, it is telling us that the Lord is trying to give us the spirit of prophecy. This is what the Lord really wants to give us so that we will not be ignorant. So that we won't fall to Satan's devices. This is what Christ really wants to save us from our sins, to save us from our evil hearts. This is what, and the thing that helps us to save us um, from our evil hearts is the spirit of prophecy. And how do I know that the the Lord wants to give us um, the spirit of prophecy? I already said said in, in some sense. Prophecy was fulfilled in our time. That's it. The simplest way. Daniel 1140. From the very beginning, the Lord is trying to woo us by saying, I will give you the spirit of prophecy. That is what he was trying to do from the very beginning, saying, I will give you the spirit of prophecy. 
Just walk with me and I will give you this. Amen? Amen. So, and the light for our time is Daniel 11. Daniel and John, both of these books are there for us so that we will not be ignorant of his devices. All right, continuing on. DA 234.1. Can someone read the bold, please? It was there. It was the. That's what it starts with. Amen. So Christ urged the importance of a prophetic study. Now let's go on to the next, next bold. It says, it says the, um, the question of what greatest importance to us is, how do you treat my message? Upon your reception or rejection of it, your eternal destiny depends. So how, how we treat the messages that, that God sends shows Shows the lot in which we, we shall stand. Amen? All right. Let's go to the next paragraph. Um, this is from Avenue Review, Sabbath Herald, October 6, 1863, page 151, paragraph 10. Cancel, read this, please. And keep in mind what is said, said in this paragraph. Sure. Professor Kurtz gives an admirable statement of the purpose of prophecy when he declares that its preeminent design is to furnish the age in which it is given with a knowledge of, of, of itself. All right, stop there. So prophecy is given for, for what? To furnish the age and give a knowledge of itself. Amen. Prophecy is given so that we can have knowledge of our own time, knowledge of self as well, because it says with, with, with the knowledge of itself. So put prophecy over here. This is why prophecy is given. To give knowledge of itself, of the, the time in which we're in. So Dan 1140 came so that we might understand um, the, the amen, the age in which we're living in. Dan 11.3 was fulfilled at Biden so that we can understand the time in which we're living in. And if you don't understand that time, you had not received the oil. You are ignorant of Satan's devices, and you will not do well. It is impossible for you to do for you to do well. Amen. All right, Q, go ahead, and then Kennard after. Amen. People want to learn things for for their time, but they go they go for to the wrong being to go and look look for those things, and this is why they're always deceived. Amen. To consume it upon their own lust, they want that light to end up using it to cloak their own sins. 
That is all they want it for. All right, go ahead, Kunar. Okay, I thought you had a hand. All right, um, go ahead, Rashad. Finish the, the quote, please. Of his positions and obligations, and also to render the same service to every succeeding age. And so far, as as its condition, wants, and obligations are similar to those of the former. Amen. So prophecy, the purpose of prophecy is to understand our position. Was give a knowledge of the time, the age rent, and the positions, the obligations. Because as time goes on and the Lord opens up more things, we have to live up, amen, to that light that the Lord has sent. And, and also to render the same service to every succeeding age. So, as Kennard said in his presentation, it's past, present, and future. All right, so let's look at the, the messages that were sent onto Seminary Adventist. Next verse. It says, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of where? Midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on, on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Saying with a loud voice, Fear God and do what? Give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. So these these things the Lord has sent so that so that we might know the time in which we are in and um and where where we are and the works in which we shall do in that time as well. But let's focus on the first verse. It says, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven. All right. Let's keep that in mind. Go on to Signs of the Times, January twenty fifth, nineteen ten, paragraph five. It says these three um what? Angels represent the people who accept the light of God's messages and go forth as his agents to sound the warning throughout the length and breadth of the earth. So the three angels are these men who receive that light. And these, these men, if they continue to walk in that light, shall end up being that light. Because Christ says, ye are the what? Light of the world. They shall be that light and shall have the spirit of prophecy with them abiding forever. Continue on. So... When prophecy comes, I'll put it at the fifth day, fourth month, it's always, it's what the Lord wants us to bring our minds to, heaven. It's the midst of heaven. The three angels, John saw them fly in the midst of heaven. So, let's go to Revelation 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. It says, And there appeared a great wonder in where? Heaven. In heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon on her feet, Upon her head a crown of twelve stars, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in where? In heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. So in these heavenly places, in this midst of heaven, you have these two spirits in the midst of heaven. And you have to de detect which is which. Which one is, is the voice of God and which one is the voice of the dragon. All right. Ephesians 3.10 says, To the intent that now onto the what? Principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the what? The church. The, the manifold wisdom of God. So Christ sends down the message here so that we might know, right? We might have the, amen, wisdom. God 
And as we said previously, when he sends it, it's a seed, and this seed must be watered, and this seed must grow. All right. Ephesians 6, verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, because we are warring and where? And amen, in spiritual places, in heavenly places. This is a, this is a war in heaven. But against, against what? Principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. This is what Paul is talking about. All Paul is speaking about is the war in heaven. But this war in heaven was now taken, taken down upon earth. And in earth, you have the war, um, you have the same, same thing being enacted out again, this war in heaven. So the first angel's message enlists us in this war, enlists us in this heavenly warfare, because it tells us that this angel is flying in the midst of heaven. So this war is taking place in heaven. This is the, the battle. It is in, in man's mind against self and um, evils that are without as well. Continuing on, Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, verse 1, 1, 2, and 3. Can someone read that, please? All right. says, the evidence of things, not what? So that's prophecy, amen? So this, so prophecy comes to give man faith. This is what, what it, this is the purpose of prophecy, to give man faith, to see the things that shall come. So when someone says, I'm always hearing about prophecy, about prophecy, or about prophecy, and they don't want it anymore, they're also saying they don't want faith. They don't want the faith of Jesus Christ. All right? Hold on, let me see if I... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Amen. Past, present, and future. Because he goes back to when the world was made. All right, first, first Corinthians 14, verse 3 to 9. May I have a reader for this as well? Prophesieth. All right, so what is prophecy for then? Edification of the church. So if one comes and says they don't want prophecy, they don't want to see the church prosper. Edification. So, so the wisdom of God, the, the, the wisdom that God has sent is so that this church might be edified. Amen. Amen. This is how we grow thereby. It is only by prophecy, the spirit of prophecy. This is what all men need so that they might grow. If you don't have it, you shall not grow. You shall not do well because the, 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 the um, pattern was set from the very beginning. Cain did not do well because he had not heeded. Continue on. Uh, verse 5. 
Amen. So, the Lord gives us prophecy. He's enlisting us in this war. Have this, have this war in heaven. And, and we must prepare men for this battle. And the only way you can prepare men for the battle is if you understand the prophecy. The trumpet call is the prophecy. Go ahead. Amen. Amen, yes. To be understood. Everybody knows this. Amen. Amen. So, to prepare men for this trial in the ten, because, and, and past that, is, is pointing forward to the Son of Law crisis. Because, but we know that we should have this test before the Son-in-Law crisis, Satan knows that he has but a short time. And, and he is wroth with, with those that keep the commands of God and have the what? The testimony, which is the spirit of prophecy. Because Christ has, Christ has come to give man the spirit of prophecy so that they might not fall. This is why he hates prophecy. This is, this is, this is the main thing that shows, shows him out is prophecy. If you go to Matthew 24, it tells us that all these things will happen so that when these things um, come to pass, we might not fall. Amen. So Satan knows that these things are there in his word, and he hates it because he knows that if he will heed to it, they can be deceived, that, 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 he, that he cannot make them turn from the ranks of Christ. All right. Um, continue on, Quentin. No, yeah, you finished that. All right, so now let's go jump down to verse 21 in the same, of the same chapter. Um, as you know, we'll start in 22. It says, Wherefore, tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that what? Believe not. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not, but for them which, which what? Believe. So, Seventh Adventist are should should be the foremost ones proclaiming prophecy because it is unto them that believe. Saint Adventists need need prophecy and and they must turn back to their first love. This is this is what their first love was, prophecy, because because it started by prophecy, Dan eleven forty, onward down down to October twenty second, eighteen forty four. So it was all prophecy. Go ahead, Quentin. Amen. Um, and so what you have to do is that you're 
I wasn't the same. I can see that thought. All right. Um, can someone read verse 23 to 25, please, of 1 Corinthians 14? But therefore the whole church be, be come together into one place, and all speak with tongues, and there come in those that are unlearned or unbelievers. Will they not say that ye are mad? But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of the truth. Amen. So prophecy shows forth what? The secrets of the heart. And it says the secrets of his heart. So each man's heart is shown by prophecy. And we see this in Ezekiel 8. All the secret things in which they, they did was shown forth by prophecy clearly. So the purpose of prophecy is to show forth, amen, the secrets of his heart. Showing the secrets of God's own heart, the secrets of Satan's heart. Because man, man is ranked under these one of these these two heads. All right. Continue on seven BC, nine forty four point nine. Can someone read read this quote, please? Yes. Amen. So prophecy tells us what to do and what not to do at each way mark. It tells us, it tells us how how to act at each time, at at each way mark in which we meet. All right, John thirteen verse nineteen. The Bible says, "Now I tell you before it come that when it come to pass that ye might believe that I am He." So prophecy is there, as we said previously. This is showing forth again that it is there so that we might have faith, so that we, so that, we, so that we might see and know that Christ is the true God, that He is, He is the I Am, because it says, "Believe that I am He," past, the present, and the future. John fourteen twenty nine, it says, "And now, now, Amen." Before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, ye might believe. So, the only way in which men, men will, will see that Christ is, um, Christ is the true God is if a message goes beforehand and, and, and men, men hear it and then see that happen, they will surely know that, that, that Christ is in you. And that's what first, first Corinthians said, said that. Report that God is is in you of a truth. 
So, the, the, as we said, the trumpet must give a certain sound. We have to understand the prophecy and give it so that all might believe that he is God, that I am he, the Bible says. Amen. 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 And 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 all men bow down and worship and worship God. So if we truly want Christ to come, we must hasten Christ's coming. The only way by hastening Christ's coming is fighting against self, the the wrong thoughts, the evil ways, and giving the message on to men. You must have this twofold work within and without. John 16, verse um, 16, verse 1 to 4. Can someone read this, please? All right, so prophecy comes so that you shall not be what? What does it say? That you should not be offended. And when someone is offended, they apostatize. They turn from the truth. I should change that, not to be offended. The Lord tells us in advance so we won't be surprised by 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 the efforts of the enemy. So that we will not be offended. Continue on. Three and four. And these things I will do unto you because they are not known of God and not me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you in time. Okay, so prophecy is there. For what then? It says it there in verse four. Amen. So that you might remember. Remember what? Amen. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. So, so if you do not have prophecy, you shall not have the seal of God. Amen. 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 So this is why at this is why the 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 battle between between Sunday because even before the Son of the Lord comes, people people are going to be fighting against saying, no, 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 that is not true. So that man may not remember when 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 that law is passed, so that they they might not receive the seal of God. Amen. Hidden. Amen. And Amen. Yeah, it's way too late. Prophecy increases our memory. Keeping the Sabbath increases our memory. Pro Amen. Yes, prophecy also helps us physically in our physical day-to-day -day life. This is what the prophecy Amen, cuz it's because because we deal with it every day. The Lord tells us every week the Sabbath is coming. Prepare for it. So it, it, 
these things should be in the foremost part parts of our minds. So prophecy means everything to us an Adventist. Prophecy means everything to a Christian. Prophecy means everything to a human being, period. If you're a living human being, prophecy is what you need. If you do not have... Amen. It's the very life of God. It is, it is, it is God, God's breath from, from Him directly onto you. So if you do not have it, you, you shall fall asleep and you, you will awake to everlasting shame and contempt. It is very, prophecy is a needful, needful thing. And we have to understand it for ourselves. We've been saying for, um, for a long time, study to show thyself approved. We do not want to be ashamed. Prophecy is a garment. And the reason I'm saying that is because Adam and Eve, they were ashamed when they sinned. They, they, they had not kept the word of the angels. The angels said and told them, a serpent is going to come and a serpent is going to try to turn you, turn you from Christ. And they had not kept it. So they were ashamed. So they turned away from prophecy. So once God's shown them prophecy again, they were clothed about again. Right after the Lord showed them prophecy, the Lord clothed, um, put, put on the garments of skin about them. So prophecy is our garment. Prophecy is our shield. Prophecy is our helmet. We need, we need, we need, we need to understand prophecies of the past. Prophecies of our own time and 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 how it shows the future that shall and will come. All right. Um. John eight twenty three twenty four twenty eight and twenty nine says, and and he said unto them, Ye are from beneath; I am from above. Ye are of this world; I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. So prophecy keeps us from dying in our sins because I am means past, present, and what? Future. So the Lord wants us to understand that he is the I am. This is, this is, why, this is the message that Moses came on to um, Pharaoh with, the message of prophecy, the message of I am. But Pharaoh disregarded it, so he died in his sins. He died in the flood of water. And Christ says, I'll put, put your sins in the depths of the sea. He was crushed by his own sins. Amen. When the overflowing flood and the scourge came upon him. Verse 28 says, Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then ye shall know that I am he. So when the midnight cry comes, Amen. Yes. At that point, it's too late for some. But when, I'm telling you, when this time comes, Satan is is wroth because because of the light that God's gonna send. Amen. When that light comes, we will not be ignorant of Satan's devices. It is needful that we have prophecy. We have. Go ahead. Amen. He's, amen. Amen. He says. When I am lifted up, I will draw men unto me. And Christ says, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. So that is what the Lord shall exalt at that time. I am at that time means the Lord of the Sabbath. At this time, the Lord, the I am means um, prophecy. But, but, but at all times, it all means the same thing and at all points too, which is really nice. So when this cross experience comes, this is when it says, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you shall know that. I am 
he at this point if we're, we we have to strive to be faithful because the Lord is promising us great things was that him Amen. Amen, yes. It's too late for yes, amen. It was too late for him. Amen, yes. Amen. So, so what what you said basically, Michelle, is that there's gonna be two classes with this when this um when this crisis comes because Christ says the Bible says that He saves with stretched out arms and where and where where was Christ's arms stretched out on the cross, but at at this time Christ. Christ will have mercy on those, just as Sunil was saying, that were, amen, yes, who were deceived. But ju just as you said, like Judas, there's a group here that the whole time they've been fighting the light, fighting, fighting like God has sent constantly, constantly and constantly. So that when they come here, when the Lord shows them the exceeding bright light, this, this light that, that shows that they are fully wrong and they believe that they are wrong, but they just fight against it regardless. That that class, th this light shall be a consuming fire onto them. So, um, go ahead. Yes. Because they knew they were Amen. Mm -hmm. Themselves. Amen. Um. No, you won't because if Amen. And Amen. And just as what Knar was saying, right now there is a war and as he said, there are there are two two views. Christ's view and Satan's view. And they are both striving, striving for us to to, to see see life in one of their, their views. That's what's happening right now. So when we come up to this point, we would only manifest whose view in which exactly. So this light only comes based upon how you've really been walking the whole time. If you've seen it as, oh, this is annoying. Tired of the tired of hearing this, you're gonna come there saying the exact same thing. But then, but then if you were walking this time saying, This is glorious, this is great, I love this, and I want more of this, and I want less of self, you're gonna come here, 
Lord, if I perish, I perish. You're going to go on the cross as well with Christ. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I don't have to say that. But, so... Amen. 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 As a light, as a light onto their feet. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Lamp, lamp to the feet. Amen. Amen. Hindrance. So he stopped right there. Amen. Amen. He. Amen. He saw God's law as freedom, but Cain saw it as a restraint. So when this light comes, you're gonna think, man, this is such a restraining light. So therefore, if you're gonna, if you think it's restraining you, you're gonna fight against it. You're gonna fight, fight against this. Amen. Yeah. We're all Jacob, um, midnight rustling, showing two. It's showing those. It's showing those those who fight against God, and and um, Hosea says he fought against God and he um, prevailed. So both wise and foolish do do win that fight. Both of them get exactly what they want when they fight against God. So Jacob shows both wise and foolish in that battle of this this night night of rustling. Exactly. They both won the fight. Both. Exactly. They get exactly what they want. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So, Amen. So, based on what you're saying, those who come up here and see this light and then refuse it, they shall go make their own ministry. They're going to go make their own city. They're going to make their own ministry to fight against the light from the midnight cry. Exactly. It, it will be built on the blood of Christ. They're going to kill Christ and then build their city upon Christ. But, uh, Nahum says, woe, woe unto the bloody city. So that city will be destroyed. That ministry will be taken down. That is what prophecy is teaching. Amen. Amen. Exactly. God wants it for that person. Yeah, it doesn't mean that God wants it for that person. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yes. Like Rashad always 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 bring this point. Um, she she says choose um, choose choose. No. When choose. Yes. Yes. Amen. So, there, there will be this out 
this 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 way way that seems that we shall receive much funds but however the scripture says choose poverty because because in that you learn so much more of Christ than with riches that's why Christ says a rich man uh, a camel can enter through through I amen of a yeah amen it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye eye of a needle rather than a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven because all these riches bring pride it bring just as Carl was saying it's the love of money is the root of what all evil so with with much gain brings much evil and and everybody knows this um men have have made songs about those things with the increase of uh, increase of finances there, there are increases of troubles at the same time exactly that's what always people know this but they still go after it even even the whirling that 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 worships it says that when you have more of this you will have more problem and people say yes i still want it it is it's a fearful delusion and satan's gonna offer us much riches both natural and spiritual and we have to choose poverty all right let's finish finish off these <clears throat> these notes is that john 8 28 says when you have lifted up the son of man then shall you know that i am he and that I do nothing of myself, but but as my father hath taught me, I speak these things. And and he that sent me is with me. The father hath not left me alone. These are promises we have to keep in mind in every trial, every day. These these things are for this time. It's also for, for our everyday trials that the father hath not left you. Even if you have sinned, once you flee back to Christ, you will see that the father hath not left you. Amen. Yes. The Father hath not left you. The Father is there with you in that time. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. The, trial, the trials are mixed with mercy. It says, For I do always those things that Please him. He's always speaking about the message for the time, the third angel message for that time. This is what pleases God. Amen. Amen. Yes. Nice. Amen. And without faith, um, without faith, it is impossible. And you only have faith because you see something afar off coming. So prophecy is directly linked with faith. If you don't, if you don't have the prophecy, you, you you will not have faith. But but you but you honestly only have that faith is if you walk walk in the light that the Lord has sent. All right, John, eighteen verse uh, four. Nine minutes. All right, I'm gonna close off. It says, actually, we read verse five. It says they they um answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto them. I am he, and Judas also, which, which, which um, betrayed him, stood with them. As as soon then as as he had said unto them, "Thank you, I am he," they went backward and fell to the ground. So when Christ comes comes at this point and says, "I am he," everybody will see it, and they shall 
Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But some still get up and go for it in their baleful, evil work. That's what Judas did. Okay. All right, I have that in here. Let's, all right. Let's read Psalms 27, then we read Isaiah 28. So, based upon what Kennard said, we're, the Lord is really going to give us an abundance of light upon line upon line. He's going to give us abundance of light upon everything the Lord has shown us from 89, excuse me, from 1798 all the way up to this time. The, and people are going to fall backwards. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that means as of yet. But people are going to fall backwards by the light that comes there. It is going to be an abundance of great light. And we must be spiritually minded, must have our spiritual eyesight sharpened so that we might see this thing. And we sharpen it right now. Amen, yes. Yes, you fell backwards out of the chair. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, all right. Psalms 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. So Christ says, eat my flesh and drink my blood. There's two ways to go forward and do that. Because the wicked come up and they come there to eat, eat Christ's flesh, but they stumble. But then there's... But then there's, there's the right side of it, like Abel, that, that he came forth and ate Christ's Christ flesh and, and, and drank his blood, and he, and he um, had not stumbled. Yes. All right. Verse 3, it says, Though when hosts should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I, I be confident. So prophecy gives us this confidence, this hope, and it's what... Paul speaks about. Amen. The more sure word of prophecy. Isaiah 28, 13, what Canaan Rochelle was bringing up. Falling backwards. But the word, but the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. The Lord is going to send great light upon all three of these rules. And because when the Lord says, I am he, they fell back, they stumbled and fell backwards. So the Lord's going to send an abundance of light upon line upon line. Let's put L upon L. Precept upon precept. Amen. Yes. Um, and here a little. Here. Let's put here and there for short as well. So the light the Lord's going to send is upon all three of these rules. And the Lord has been sending us light upon these um, even now to prepare our eyesight. For, for this time. And because all three of these rules must be used to understand his word. It says, finishing off the verse, that they might might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. All right. Amen. They're, they fall, they're ensnared and taken. And and I believe Solomon says that the words, the words, the words of the woman is as a snare. Yeah, amen. And um, and in Revelation, I believe six, it says that this this um the pale horse is death. So 
you shall be ensnared with death. And uh, Isaiah 28, the same, the same um, chapter speaks about this league in which men have made with death. They made lies their refuge, and the old flowing scourge shall come, come through and destroy their refuge of lies. Go ahead. These uh, few verses there with Isaiah um, 13, I think, going all the way up to 7, I think, is also connected to Daniel 11, um, verse 4, or it was in verse 4 where, where Alexander's uh, yeah, kingdom was broken. broken. Amen. So in seeing that Alexander's kingdom was broken, he also fell backwards. backwards. So in mm. the church and in the state of the man Christ, you will see thousands see. fall backward and are broken. Amen. As in the state where you see Abimelech, he falls back, back. and he is now broken. Amen. Mm. Yeah, because the overflowing scourge is the four exactly. winds too. Yeah. yeah. Because he made left lies his refuge. Refuge. He yes. Made the power through those lies. Amen. So the, those lies shall find him out yeah. and shall and shall um hang hang him. So last two quotes, ninety two thirty five, paragraph two. Christ warned his what? Disciples means learners. We we are Christ's learners, so Christ is speaking to us. Christ warned his learners. In, in regard. regard to what, what they would meet in their work as evangelists, he knew what their sufferings would be, what trials and hardships they, they would be. Um, amen. He would not hide from them the knowledge of what they would have to encounter, lest trouble coming unexpectedly should shake their faith. It says, I have told you before it, before it comes to pass, he said, that when, when, amen, to pass, you might believe their faith was, was to be strengthened rather than weakened by the coming trial. So Christ right now is trying to strengthen our faith right now before this coming trial. Amen. The knowledge of seeing that coming should strengthen our faith. The prophecy should be strengthening our, our faith. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. It says, it says, they would say, say, um, amen. He told us that this would come and, and what we must do to meet it. This is the, the iceberg. The Lord is trying to teach us how to meet the iceberg right now. So the Lord is teaching us these things so that when, when, this, time, when this time comes, we might remember. Because it says, says that they will say, say to them, the Lord told us this. And these things will literally be fulfilled. If we're faithful, we will literally say these things to all of us in here. The Lord has told us about this. This is, this is this, amen. Did not our hearts burn within us? The Lord told us this. This is happening now. So therefore, we know what to do. We have to understand prophecy for ourselves. Every single one of us in here. Of the coming trial, 
and and that you're not afraid of the coming trial, but but seeing the trial happening, you should be joyous. Yeah, if you go, Amen. If you go to Acts four, the Jews beat up. Yes, Amen. Beat them up, and then told them, "Do not preach Christ anymore." They were the happiest they they would be because they remembered from from, from the past that Christ says these things are going to happen. So it, it exactly they'll beat you in the synagogues. So their faith increased with each punch in in which they they had had to receive. So each blow, each each um each kick. All the spit, all those things shall increase our faith. This is what Christ went through when he was literally walking across. And Christ remembered all, all those things of, of old. So every time they, they, they slapped him, they spit on him, they kicked him, they did X, Y, and Z. They said all these things. These things only increased. And there's a nice quote. I, I love this quote when she states that every blow, blow that Satan dealt upon Christ came back upon him twofold. So every time... Time, time they hit us, every time they say something mean about us, every time they say X, Y, and Z about us, it's actually increasing our faith. It's actually working against him. So it's bringing you closer to Christ, and, and Satan's actually losing every time he actually tries to hit you. Go ahead, Michelle. Okay. All right. Last, last quote. Can someone read this, please, CCH 64.4? Are we to wait until the fulfillment of this prophecy and, the, and before we say anything concerning them, of what value will our words be then? Shall we wait until God's judgments fall upon the transgressor before we tell him how to avoid them? Where is our faith in the word of God? Must we see things foretold come to pass before we will believe what he has said? In clear, distinct rays, light has come to us, showing us that the great day of the Lord is near at hand even at the door. Let us read and understand before it is too late. Amen. Amen. So I implore everybody this week and this, and, and this day, because this is the only day we have, to gain something of, of what the Lord has said. Gain something of the prophecies in which the Lord, the Lord has shown us from, from, from the times past all up to now. We have a good guide right here on the walls. 1843, 1850 chart. The, these are great guys to understand prophecy. If you understand the past, you, you understand the present and the future. We all need an individual faith, every single one of us. So I implore all of us, please study to show thyselves approved. Amen? Let's close with a word of prayer. Merciful Father in heaven, O oh Lord, we thank you for this day, for life and strength as well. And, O oh Lord, we thank you much more for the light, light in which you have sent, shown us, shown us the things that, that shall fall on this earth, O oh Lord. Please help us to take heed for, for, um, for if we do, we shall do well in your eyes, O oh Lord. Please, Father, help us to put down self, self and our wrong, wrong ways, O oh Lord. And we ask all these things in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen.